It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Give me like your top takeaways. We'll react and then we'll dive in uh, to some of the minutiae after. Well, I said the Nolan Smith thing. That is my biggest takeaway. He was the one I thought, uh, you know, it's hard to say he shined because it was not 11 on 11, but he was my biggest takeaway just in terms of seeing him physically, see the way he moves. His arms are humongous. So Nolan Smith, I could I could do 40 minutes on him, but that is my biggest <laughs> takeaway. The other one, uh, I mean, it's going to be a lot of Georgia takeaways because guess what? A lot of the people were interested in our Georgia players. <laughs> but uh, Jordan Davis looks yes! good, too. Just Tell physically. Me, he Tell has me. This, I actually think, like, you know, I talk a lot about how I work out and try to diet. I, what is he doing? Other than being this, like, you know, 6'6 physical specimen. But he he somehow still looks very big. Like, you know, obviously we know the size he was to do what he did at the Combine to be like a, uh, you know, three, four nose tackle, essentially. He's a big guy, but he, he somehow has maintained looking big while also looking svelte. Like the way he moves is very impressive for someone his size. And obviously he ran a good 40 last year, but physically seeing him, it looks like he's in great shape. He talked afterwards um, about, you know, just having another year and how much comfortable he feel, how much more comfortable he feels. So it was good to see him out there again, didn't do any 11 on 11. So didn't get to see him really move, uh, run any reps, but on one-on-ones, he looks quick. I mean, he looks like he's in, in really good shape and he's over the foot injury that, uh, that costed him. Like if there is one upside to the fact that he hurt himself early ish in the season last year is that he did get the full off season. And, you know, we have a lot of things we say on this pod athletes are, you know, shoulder oh, up, yeah. all those things. Uh, you know, you should pick the best movie by counting movie tickets. We have we lots do of not things say that on this on, right? Yes, but yes. but other, another thing we do say is it matters when big guys miss training camp and they miss time. And I think it's going to be such a big deal for him that he's going to have all off season. He's partaking in these drills. And then in training camp, you know, knock on wood, he'll be healthy as well. So he looked really good. Uh, your boy, hold on, hold on real quick before you jump onto my boy. Cause I want to respond to the Jordan Davis thing that I also think just look, and we'll see what happens. And you know that I've been positive about him and more than anything, it's just, we've seen so many guys struggle in the rookie season and there were real reasons for him to struggle. 
and then, you know, be good football players. So I just didn't want to judge yeah. him based on one year. But I really love hearing that the the motivation behind this, you know, that he whether or not this pays off. And, and I think it's going to. But, you know, just the fact that he that he took this offseason, that he, you know, grabbed it by the stone, so to speak. And like really got in shape and is ready to roll and comes in with this attitude. It's a really good sign. Well, the other thing that he said afterwards that I thought was really noteworthy, he talked about how now that he's in his second year in Philly, like, and this sounds like a small thing, but I don't think it is. You know, he has an apartment. He knows where to go ah, get stuff to eat. Athletes are humans too, well, Elliot. But, exactly. But what I liked, and I actually thought this last year, if you remember after his first press conference, I was very in on him as a person, like his personality. He talked about how now he's helping, you know, guys like Jalen Carter and other rookies, you know, Keeley, and I'm sure other Georgia guys, uh, other non-Georgia guys, but getting guys that are just stuck. <laughs> only in the, the Georgia guys. Yeah, only the Georgia enough. guys get to hang out yeah. with Jordan Davis. Sorry, right? uh, Sydney Brown, figure it out. I'm going to help yeah, you guys. you're out. on your own. So, yeah, Tyler, <laughs> Tanner McKee, good luck. But he talked about how, He's, you know, rookies are staying in hotels and you can get lonely there and you're kind of stuck and that he's, you know, been inviting guys out and taking them out. So I think from a leadership perspective, we'll see if these guys can play, but from a leadership perspective, certainly the Georgia guys stand out. Uh, All right, my boy. Do it. Do it. So he was a starter. He was, he was out there with the starters. It was him and uh, Nick Moreau, the the free agent linebacker they Mm -hmm. signed. Uh, Nicobe is the one that's wearing the green dot. So he's the one that's relaying the plays from Sean Desai, big responsibility, a good indication of where they think he's going to be. He, he just looks small out there, man. I'm sorry. He does. He just, he looks small out there. Um, I think it's a good sign that he's starting, but at the same time, they don't have a lot of people out there. So we'll see. Uh, he didn't stand out for bad or worse today. In my opinion, it's really tough for linebackers to stand out in seven on sevens. Although, Christian Ellis did have an interception uh, off Marcus Mariota. But, yeah, uh, we'll see on Nicobe. He was out there. He's a starter. That's what you expected. I guess it's a good thing that they do have him out there as the starter. But uh, not not much else other than that. Look, here's what I'll say with Nicobe, and I go back to my Jalen Hurts corollary. I think there are certain players. And, look, Nicobe might be too small. It might not work. It might be what it is. But I think there are certain guys who, you know, you can't really just look at them on the practice field and decide what they are. I agree. And this is like, not even an in that where he will. No, and I know you're not. Yeah, exactly. And I know you're not doing that. You're just conveying what you saw, which is all you can do. Yeah. But like, you know, I, I mean, even like last year, he, it was you know garbage time, but he got into one game and he made some plays like I'm just not ready to, you know, I'm, I think he's good. I think he's going to be great. Like, I, I know really, you're all in on, him, I yeah. really am. I'm really all in, but, but regardless, I'm not, I'm certainly not going to judge him based on practice stuff. Unless, unless he's, you know, unless he loses that green dot, unless he's not <laughs> right, getting that, his yeah, better that, that, be That's no a different worries. story. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of the other Georgia guys. I mean, Jalen Carter was there, but again, so Nolan Smith, because he's technically a linebacker took place in seven on sevens where, excuse me, where he did drop back into coverage somewhat. No, uh, Nolan, Car- uh, Nolan Carter, Jalen Carter, you know, I, he really just did one-on-ones. He looked, did like he they was- have him on the side, just breaking sleds. For, I know. Like, I, the saw show of it. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. That was crazy. I, I, it's just great. I love we'll it. Say, we'll say, we'll yeah, yeah. All right. Let's he, get, there was nothing to take away from him. Though. Hey everyone. This is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. 
Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's get to the offensive guys, because that's really what you can at least, I mean, look, we're not, you know, as we've, you know, discussed many times on this pod, certainly from OTAs at June 1st, we're not taking anything big away right. from this offense. But, you know, what were your takeaways? Any uh, interesting thing? Who started at guard? All that type of interesting so, stuff. That you so can Cam Jurgens, Cam Jurgens was, was the starting guard. Uh, from physically, uh, there was one point where I saw someone standing next to Landon Dickerson, uh, and I was actually standing with BLG. If we're going to talk about physically important, <laughs> that's a nice little, yeah, yeah you know, sick talk about six, I, seven. I people, definitely know how tiny I look when yeah, I'm standing people with BLG, a little so. different from BLG's uh perspective, I would think. Yeah. But so, anyway, Landon Dickerson was there, and I look and I thought it was Cam Jurgens next to him. Uh, and I'm like, oh, he doesn't look that small. Landon's a big guard, he, he looks fine. Wasn't wasn't Cam Jurgens at one point. <laughs> at one point, I did see Cam Jurgens next to Landon, and, and yeah, I mean he's considerably smaller. Like he just did. <laughs> so he uh, he talked after practice. He said he wants to weigh around 305, 310. Um, I meant to look up which how much is small. Sayamalu. Which is small. Yeah, I meant to look up how much Sayamalu weighed. Maybe I'll try to do a quick. I think it was like three twenty, but... maybe. Okay, so yeah, like ten pounds, Isaac. I think. I think. I think. You want to take there, a guess right you, now? While I look it up. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go. 318. Wow. According to the Steelers website, Sam Alu weighs 303 pounds. Yeah. So what? I, I, dude, I'm telling you, like that. There is a, a med, like when you look at them in person, Sam Alu is bigger than Jergens. But so on how paper, do we explain that? How do we explain that? I don't know. Maybe, Maybe we're making too much of nothing. I mean, yeah, he does. We looks, might be. He looks Kelsey size. He looks yeah. like a little bigger than Kelsey. But and look, but Kelsey's and look. an undersized center. That's the problem. Kelsey's an exactly. exactly. But but also like Brandon Brooks was a bit of a bigger guard. Landon's a really big guard. My, my lot is really big guard. I kind of feel tackle. like we've gone through through a, yeah tackle. Sorry, we've gone through a stretch with these guys where it's like my lot is so huge. Uh, Landon Dickerson, what a huge guard. Jordan Davis, look how big he is. Really, other than Nakobe, poor little Nakobe and Cam. Uh, like, <laughs> I, I don't know if they're undersized or if they're just small compared to the other people. Like, that's the, a good the point. Massive, the yeah. massive humans Eagles have been drafting. So, well, it's nice to know that Chip Kelly still lives on with big yes, people. Yeah, big people, people. Yes. Yeah. 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 But so Cam talked afterward. Uh, he said, you know, he's adjusting to guard. It's good to have Kelsey with him. He feels like the communication is getting better. Uh, so we'll see again, no 11 on 11. So even in really 11 on 11s in training camp, it's hard to tell. He's somebody we won't get a real feel of until we see him. I mean, the joint practices will be good looks for him. And then it'll be interesting how much he plays in preseason games. But I still think week one start uh, week one snap when he will be the starter. But like he is the biggest question as of now, though, he is lining up with the starters. Yeah, I think he's I mean, look, you can the, the Oz or Quez. Well, they uh, are next. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna get there next. I was saying, other than that, and there's a more important question at guard. I, I, I would say, I think they're both yes, important. Sure. But, um, you know, those are really the only two questions, right? I guess the running back rotation is a question too, and stuff. But in terms of, you know, like real position battles, I, you know, I guess the running back is too. But we know that's going to be whoever gets it. The, all those guys are going to get shots. They're going to be involved yeah. in all that. Like we're talking about like a starting position. There's going to be one starting third wide receiver. Though guys could ro will rotate, but you know what I mean. And mm -hmm. one starting, you know, guard there. So those are the two big ones. 
Um, so let's let's get to that that other one there then, uh, and and we'll track the Jurgens one as we go along. And I'm hopeful. Like I, I I'm I'm hopeful about it. But you know, look, yeah, I, I think people should be hopeful. I don't I yeah. don't get why there's so many people that are down on him. Like maybe it won't work out, but I don't think there's yeah, any. He could still be a really good center, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's a center. Also, he could still be a really good guard. I, especially I with Jeff Stoutland there coaching, right. especially with Jason Kelsey on one side and Lane Johnson on the other. He's 100%. All I, I really don't like, I understand the skepticism. And when we talked about, say, Amalo, we talked about how Jurgens is unproven and who knows if he'll be good. I think it's fair to question it. I just don't get why so many people don't think he can do it. Like maybe he won't, maybe he won't be good at it, but I don't think he's shown anything to make people think he'll be unable to make the transition. So we'll, we'll find out. But I think, fans while it's fair to be skeptical and to say you know i i think pe people should stop assuming he might struggle i think there's a chance he will be good at it oh uh, yeah i'm right there with you again especially with stout and especially with the guys he's playing next to i'm, I'm right there with you